I'm Kayla Branch. And I'm Nuria martinez Keel. You're listening to The Source. Thanks for joining us this week as we discuss the Oklahomans' most impactful stories with the reporters who wrote them. The November 3rd election is less than two weeks away, and we want to make sure our listeners are prepared to cast their ballots in person or by mail. All of our weekly episodes leading up to the election will focus on local and statewide races. This week, the race for Oklahoma County Sheriff is guaranteed to make history. Republican Tommy Johnson III and Democrat Wayland Cubitt are the final two candidates in a highly contested race for Oklahoma County Sheriff. We don't know who voters will choose, but we do know either Tom Johnson or Cubitt will be the first black sheriff of Oklahoma County. Kayla's been covering this race since the very start. From what you've heard, Kayla, how meaningful is it going to be once this history is made? Yeah, I think, you know, coming off of a summer that was filled with protest against police brutality and you know really broad and reinvigorated conversations around race and systemic racism and how pervasive that is and what it looks like and the impact that it has i mean these things have been just really talked about and i think really at the forefront of people's minds and so for this to be the year that oklahoma county the state's largest county has its first black Sheriff, I think is really meaningful for people. I know um, after the uh, August runoff in the Republican Party runoff there, and when, you know, once Tommy Johnson won that by beating out incumbent Sheriff P.D. Taylor, and it was guaranteed that, you know, whoever wins uh, on November 3rd, the county will have its first black sheriff. I saw a lot of buzz on social media about that. People were really excited just for that opportunity. Um, And what I've heard from the candidates themselves when it comes to community policing and bridging gaps uh, and, you know, building community, that this is going to be something that they see as a real advantage when it comes to uh, making those connections and really broadening the scope and reach of the department. So tell me about the two candidates. Who are Tommy Johnson and Waylon Cubitt? Yeah, so Tommy Johnson, he is currently a Norman police officer, though he lives in Oklahoma County. He grew up in Oklahoma City. He's 31 years old. He has been with the department for several years. Uh, He's a patrol officer right now, but he's uh, tried to highlight that he still does have some leadership uh, experience, that he's been involved with hiring and and other uh, sorts of trainings and things like that. Uh, And then Waylon Cubitt, he is an Oklahoma Oklahoma City police officer who he's been um, with the department for uh, quite quite some time I think over a decade or so and uh, he has won several community-based awards in terms of um, volunteering and service he is 51 years old and right now he is managing a specialized unit that um, gets really involved with youth in the community at-risk youth and mentoring them to keep them out of the criminal justice system the sheriff no longer runs the Oklahoma County Jail. How has that influenced the issues discussed in this race? That's a great question because this is the first time that the Oklahoma County Sheriff has really n- no large role in the county jail, which 
has previously dominated sheriff races. I mean, that's been the main issue because the jail has so many problems. So I think that it has really freed up this race to look more at the issue of policing in unincorporated areas, which is the other half of what a county sheriff's office is supposed to do. They are the only um, police force out in unincorporated areas. And so uh, it has really allowed the candidates to focus on their philosophies and discuss, you know, what it would look like to uh, make sure that there are enough resources for that type of policing. Uh, And then also there's been a really big focus on connecting with the community again and finding time to go out and build relationships, which I think is something that political candidates talk about a lot, you know, generally, but um, they have come out with some pretty, uh, in-depth plans on, you know, how they would like to do that and how they would integrate community into policing. I want to dive into Qubit's platform here. It seems like he's running as a reform candidate. What changes and initiatives does he support? Yes, I think that the community sees Qubit as this reform candidate. He is the Democratic candidate. Um, He has been pretty outspoken in terms of acknowledging that local police, again, he is an Oklahoma City police officer currently, that local police have issues, you know, and that though they play a really important role in the community and they get a lot of things right, there are things that need to be improved upon that need to be changed. And so I think that message has really resonated with people, again, coming off of a summer of protests against police brutality. And he has talked a lot about increasing training, but not just increasing training for police officers or sheriff's deputies, but finding a way to really get the community involved so that the way he put it to me was it's not just community and it's not just policing, but it's community policing together. And I think we've heard that phrase a lot. And he kind of said it'll be a complete cultural and mindset shift for some people that it'll take a lot of work because um, police officers and sheriff's deputies may feel right now that they are um, already doing that work and they just don't know why it's not working. But he said he's ready to come in and um, open up again conversations with the community, really build up those relationships, particularly with different demographics in the city and the county that feel underserved, like the black community, um, the Hispanic community and others. And so, again, talked a lot about increasing training for implicit bias, for cultural sensitivity. And he's talked about expanding those community policing tactics and very much so encouraging officers to, after they've had an interaction with a member of the public, whether it's pulling someone over for speeding or it's responding to a domestic call or, or what have you, wherever that's at, to respond to that incident, but then to ask themselves questions that pertain more to the future. So he's got this more long-term strategic mindset of, you know, why did they have this problem and what is keeping them from getting help and what can you do to help and, you know, them get over this barrier. And so he's talked a lot about that, again, more long-term strategic thinking. And he's talked about, um, you know, how to continue to engage youth and families to ultimately uh, lower and hopefully eventually stop, you know, cycles of crime. 
a follow-up question on Qubit. Um, I've seen in your reporting that part of his platform is that he supports criminal justice, criminal justice reform. That's an issue a lot of Oklahomans care about as well. Has he been specific about what criminal justice reform initiatives he can get behind? He has not been extremely specific. And the thing that comes to mind right now is state question 805, which is the current large criminal justice reform measure. And he has not been specific about that, but he has made it very clear that he supports, you know, whatever needs to be done to get folks um, the kind of help that again, stops cycles of crime. So, uh, you know, whether that is making sure people have access to mental health treatment or diversion programs or employment programs, um, he has stated over his campaign that he supports reform that gets the resources to those programs and gets people to those programs. Tommy Johnson won an upset victory when he defeated incumbent Sheriff P.D. Taylor. What does Johnson bring to the table that voters may be preferred over our current sheriff? Yeah, this is an interesting question because Johnson is, he's 31. He's been a cop for, you know, several years, but not a, a crazy long time. And it was kind of a surprise. Like you said, it was an upset victory. And when we talked on the phone, he was just very grateful. Um, He sounded, you know, like a little overwhelmed by the win. Uh, He ended up getting, uh, I think, just about 60% of the votes that were cast. Um, And from what I can tell, people are excited generally in this political climate in 2020, especially in local races, about finding folks who can come in and who aren't encumbered by all of the politicking that has gone on over the last several years and particularly particularly during covid uh, and I think that that is something that Johnson has played up, that he is, you know, has a fresh take and that he's willing to work really hard. And on the flip side of that, but also very similar, again, there's been a lot of politicking uh, generally in our political environment, but also in Oklahoma County specifically, right? Over the last just a year and a half, as the sheriff's office stopped managing the county jail, there was a lot of tension. There was a lot of confusion. People in Oklahoma County remember, you know, that Sheriff P.D. Taylor was in charge of the jail for a while and then he, you know, maybe made choices that they didn't agree with or they heard bad stories about the jail and they associated it with his name. Um, And he was kind of the establishment candidate. You know, he'd been a law enforcement officer for several decades, I think over 40 years. So I think it, 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 all of that kind of culminated into, you know, we are ready for maybe some something or someone new. And that is what Johnson represented, apparently, to at least 60 percent of voters. Bearing in mind the protests against police brutality, the death of George Floyd, the shooting of Jacob Blake, and a general movement for defunding the police, it, it's impossible not to notice the racial dynamics in a race for a law enforcement position. Kayla, you wrote an entire story about what these candidates had to say about the events of the summer. How did Johnson and Cubitt respond? Yeah, they both had really personal 
messages about this and then, and they were a little bit different again uh, so I'm I've got the story pulled up here and I'm going to read some quotes that I have from both of them because I think that they are impactful you know Cubitt had said that if he were elected as sheriff you know that under his leadership trust and legitimacy in communities that have this historic distrust would be really important and he said quote because I am African-American and a police officer I feel the stress and the burden the community feels from over policing or what feels like unfair policing or unlegitimized authority and so he really took i think a an empathetic view in and and said you know i i get where you all are coming from i'm a member of this community and i see your concerns and i know that these feel valid and i want to do what i can to um, overcome those and address those concerns and he uh also you know we talked about the idea of defunding the police or I think more accurately the thought of taking funding from local police departments or sheriff's departments and and just moving it over to mental health programs or um, you know what whatever else might be needed uh, and Cubit said that he would be open to ideas of you know what would be needed to create you know safer communities and less crime but he says that you know the the sheriff's budget is already struggling it's already one that is pretty small i think um it, it's definitely under 15 million dollars and he said it would be that would be really difficult to lower that budget anymore and still be able to do effective policing and he talked about um public safety is still our number one concern even though like you mentioned he is what people see as the reform candidate he said i'm still you know we still hold people accountable and that he pointed out it would be really difficult to do if you don't you know you can't pay your officers um, what's needed so he had addressed that and then for uh, johnson he also talked about you know being a black man and watching all of this happen uh, and he said the the frustration between law enforcement and the public has been really difficult to watch and he just felt like increased communication and transparency which I, I think some of these are we're getting into buzzwords but that those were going to be his focus and he says quote it's clear that the relationship between the black community and the police is one that we really need to work on and I'm a black man and I'm very proud of that and I'm a cop and I'm very proud of that. Uh, and so he talked about just the tough conversations and perceptions that need to be shifted on both sides. Um, he's been very outspoken against the idea of defunding the police or moving police funding around and that um, he did not think that would be a good idea at all. Um, so they both have been paying attention. I don't know how you couldn't pay attention. They've both been paying close attention um, and I think that we'll see some changes uh, from from either candidate when it comes to trying to build community and trying to address um, the concerns that have cropped up, uh, especially over the last several months, and that it'll really just be how those problems are tackled that look to be a little bit different with either candidate. Caleb, thanks for taking us through a historic election in our community. Thanks for talking to me, Naria.
Thanks for joining us this week. You can read all these stories and more every day in the Oklahoman and at oklahoman.com. Check back next Friday for a new episode.